0: NYCFC player Andres Jason joins the show hey guys so okay. after the game you're there it was your perfect moment you try to pull the jersey or it looked like you try to get the jersey uh, from Messi.
1: everyone was kind of fighting he was like arguing I think mainly with Santi but like with a, a few of the guys on our team so he was like talking trash to me and I was I had to i would be like no it wasn't me I was <laughs> like no it wasn't me I got like a bunch of texts after the game like oh like messy and you like after the game so it was worth it him yelling at me to get it to get it on video
0: welcome to another episode of the city boy show i'm javier this is danny what is up another special guest for us today we're working too hard this
2: offseason, man way too hard we should be chilling we should be watching the mls cup (laughs) pretending we didn't know what soccer was for six months and here we're working again
0: we're working again today we have a special person he is way more athletic than us much more he's smarter than us went to an ivy league school for like five days so I chill <laughs> and according to Kevin O'Toole he has the best facial hair on the team all right NYCFC player Andres Jason joins the show what is going on how are you doing
1: hey guys uh thanks so much for having me and I didn't know Kevin was complimenting me like that I'll have to <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man so he didn't warn you about us uh before
1: the before he came on no, he didn't tell me anything about this. I'm I'm a little nervous now. What else was he saying? To <laughs> oh,
0: this is gonna be a disaster. Just wait for it. <laughs> um, how's the all season? Anything? Any cool vacation plans happened already?
1: Um, not yet. It's been good. So right now I'm at school. Um, so my semester's almost done. Like a week left, and then I'm going to Spain to visit family, and um, I'll spend like five or six days in Germany uh, visiting some of my boys uh, who are playing there. So I'm really excited for that
2: nice are you going to are you still going to yale
1: yeah
0: oh I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about we're busy <laughs> this guy's going he's got practice then he's got to go to school after my
2: man's a new james frank over here just out here doing everything
0: oh uh, yeah so, it's, been a, so, it's been a grind that i could imagine so uh, let's talk about last season it, it was kind of a breakout season for you you scored you finally scored a goal You've been with this team, you really solidified your yourself with this team. What is like the biggest moment or the biggest takeaway you take away from last season?
1: Yeah, I think there were a few. I mean I think it's kind of a lot of players go through you know ups and downs and um I certainly went through those and I think it was at times like tough to keep pushing and and really believe that the breakthrough was coming. But um I had some really good talks with the coaches and I felt like really confident and uh I would say the uh cincinnati game when i subbed on away um was kind of like a really big changing point for me i felt like really comfortable and i thought i played really well and i think that was kind of like the start of me uh really solidifying my spot and feeling really comfortable within the team
2: i know that uh uh, we were in one of the press conferences and cushion said that you guys were kind of banging heads
0: you know you're like i'm playing well i should keep starting we we actually have a reenactment of probably what happened he went into his office bam (laughs) And Cushing was like, oh, damn, this guy's serious. (laughs) So what has that relationship with Cushing? Because I think he admits, I mean, it's constructive, like the the criticism or like your relationship with him. But I kind of like you kind of cement yourself in that lineup. How has that relationship evolved with Nick Cushing?
1: Yeah, I think it's um, because there's such a high amount of trust and respect between the two of us. I think we've always been super honest with one another and not afraid to you know, say something that might, um, you know, if he says, I don't think you're playing well enough, you know, that's from his perspective, that's the reality. So if I disagree, um, then that's great. I can go home and disagree, but the reality through his eyes is, you know, the most important thing. And I think we have a relationship where we feel we can both be honest with each other. Um, I think we both were, and I think that sort of put all the cards on the table and helped me know where I was and what I needed to do to get the minutes that I wanted. Um, and I think those conversations really helped.
0: You you got your first goal in Philadelphia. How how exactly, how did that feel? How good did it feel for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, it felt amazing, especially because um, I had a few chances to score in games before that. And it almost felt like the ball didn't want to go in. And I think once it finally went in, um, sort of like the floodgates opened a little bit for me.
0: I know, and it was one that you had to like not celebrate, which kind of sucked because
1: your team was down. <laughs> yeah. So that was a little disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, didn't feel as great. Sorry, go. No, I just didn't feel as great because we weren't able to, yeah, tie or get or get a win, but still a, a good moment.
0: Yeah, uh, how annoying was it that Justin Hack was the first to grow uh, score for the homegrown?
1: <laughs> well, we always we joked about this. Uh, I think Justin was the the one to break the curse, maybe for the homegrowns. And after he <laughs> scored, then he made it easier for me to score because um, I had a couple chances to be the first and didn't take them. So. I said I let him take it first. I said, "All right, you can score, and then I'll I'll score after you."
2: <laughs> I think we looked at the FanDuel stats for that uh, probability. It was like plus twenty bajillion. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Uh, but Dude, he made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I noticed in that picture, uh, we asked Kevin this. You had the bleached hair. Uh, what's how we we asked Kevin about it? He said you guys actually influenced Gio to go and do it. But uh, where, it was w- Joe Scali,
0: right? Was it Joe Scali? Was it Joe or Gio? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so um, I had always talked about doing it with Joe Scally as like a bit of a joke. Um, And then uh, the barber who cuts our hair in New York through Sean Johnson sort of became like the national team barber. And so when he went to camp with the national team where Gio and Joe were, we had all talked about like dyeing our hair. Um, And we agreed like, you know what, like let's do it. Um, And so then they dyed their hair there and we dyed it at the shop, um, so t- like different barbers, but the same barber shop, if you will. Gotcha. We all did it within like two days of each other. I went with Kevin, um, Gio and Joe did it at camp, um, and then we all came dyed hair. That was the look. <laughs> Is there someone in the in the org that keeps influencing that man every
2: year? There's like new dudes with ble- with bleached hair. Just don't know if that's just that's just like uh, a point of end. Uh, what do you call it when you recruit someone in the thing? Oh,
0: like a. Amazing? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like initiation, yeah, to join the initiation team.
1: of bleacher hair. I think it's just like a little bit of. It comes to summertime, vibes are high. You know, <laughs> bored, and you're like, "What can I do? Like, should I get a tattoo? You're like, that might last too long. Like, wait, like too you know,
0: J- Jason's gonna do the blue hair next. <laughs> it's gonna think? get crazy.
2: I mean, it's better than uh, going with the wing tattoo and you got that permanently on the back. So, hey,
0: Dati he had that. I mean, some, people, he...
2: some people could pull it thought off Some he... people can't. <laughs> no offense, Jason. I don't think he's pulling off the wing the wing tattoo there.
0: Um. So I know your dad's Argentinian. And in the past, you said Messi was one of your favorite players. Uh, I guess how special was it to see Argentina win the World Cup?
1: Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Um... I think it was kind of, it felt like the whole world almost wanted Argentina to win. And um, so I was able to watch the games with friends and stuff and feel other people who weren't necessarily from Argentina support also. And, you know, you always kind of had a hope and a dream. And the first few games were definitely nervous after they lost to Saudi Arabia. But I think once Brazil lost to Croatia was when you sat up and you're like, okay, this could really (laughs) happen. And yeah, it was an awesome experience.
0: And so, talking about Messi, how was it playing with Messi on the same pitch?
1: Yeah, it was crazy for sure. Um, definitely the craziest player by a by a lot. Um, I mean, there's been some great players in MLS that we've gotten to play against, but this was the first time that I was really like really starstruck. Um, just kind of during warm up, just watching him and being next to him was was kind of crazy and. Um, you know, a lot of times when you watch him play against teams, you kind of think like, oh, like how could you possibly leave Messi so alone? And uh, like, how does he just dribble past? And then you play against them, and You're like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs>
0: uh, so, so we got to bring up this moment. Uh, so after the game, you're there. It was your perfect moment. You try to pull the jersey or it looked like you try to get the jersey no. from Messi. <laughs> what exactly went down there?
1: No. So we were like, everyone was kind of fighting and, uh, He was like arguing, I think mainly with Santi, but like with a a few of the guys on our team. And then he said something to me because I think he thought maybe I was someone else. So he was like talking trash to me. And I was I had to, I'd be like, No, it wasn't me. I was like, (laughs) it wasn't me. And then he was like so mad that he was like, No, like I don't care. Like, and then he just walked away. Um, (laughs) and then I got like a bunch of texts after the game, like, oh, like messy and you, like after the game, and so. It was worth it, him yelling at me to get it, to get it on video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, so is there? So I heard. Um, who was it that asked for the jersey?
2: Uh, Julian Fernandez. Ooh, oh yeah, Julian
1: Fernandez. So did he end up getting the? Did anybody end up getting the jersey? So I don't think anyone ended up getting his jersey. Um, I think he was he was just a little upset after the game they lost. Um, so he wasn't too happy. But I actually ended up getting Jordi Alba's. Oh, oh, nice. nice. Yeah, that was cool.
0: Um, uh, you gotta, you gotta have a word with Santi. He ruined that moment for you, man. He really did.
1: (laughs) I mean, the, the most important thing was we won the game. We got to play against Messi and then, you know, hopefully we'll get another chance next year and we can maybe be a little nicer to him. And now he can take that video highlight, put
2: it on a little Google frame, and just play. It's like remember that time he yelled at me?
1: (laughs) Call me a loser. I'll just pull up the video. (laughs) Who's the loser now? All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When when have you ever been yelled at by Messi? (laughs) So when when Messi comes to New York, you know it's gonna be like a fiasco. And just thinking about like future, our future stadium. Is there something that you want to see in our stadium? Uh, when it's finally built that like as a player you'd be like oh this would be awesome to have in our new stadium
1: Ooh, interesting um i think the the thing that i see or stands out the most in certain stadiums is kind of like a tradition before the game with the fans that they're able to do um you know they put it kind of into the stadium like portland kind of with the cutting of the wood or columbus i think is so cool when they all sing um like can't help falling in love with crew. Um, So maybe like something like that where the stadium can sing or, or find some sort of song before the game um, I think would be cool, but I think they'll do a great job and I definitely don't think they want my input. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) does uh, actually talking about that with the supporters, when you hear like, the drums and the trumpet and the crowd, like is when they're like at their loudest and they're out there playing the drums the loudest, does that actually like motivate you? Or are you like, all right, I'm going to move just a little bit faster than I usually do. Cause I'm getting hyped. Or is it like you kind of stay level throughout the game? So you don't get too excited. So you don't lose all your energy. Like, how does that work? Uh, yeah. I mean, from? I
1: think um, when you're kind of in the run of play, like you sort of try and tune it out or sort of tunes out on its own, but something that I've definitely noticed, when it really does make an impact is sort of when you're pressing or like you tackle someone and you win the ball or um, like you block across and like the fans get louder. It gives you like so much more energy when you're defending um, because you can feel like the appreciation for the the work that you're putting in defensively. Um, and then of course, when we create chances and, you know, either score or, you know, t- have a shot. and Now we have a corner and the fans get loud. It kind of gives everyone a, extra couple bits of energy so you definitely feel it in certain moments um and in those moments i think can be the difference between a tie and a win or a loss and a tie is
0: is there a team that you go against i know we all like oh the the derby it's a big one like we hate those guys is there a team that you go against where some of the players you're like "Ah, i just don't like those guys do you have one of those teams where you're like "Ah, every time i play these guys i really want to stick it to them
1: yeah i definitely don't like red bull Uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, we've we've had a good amount of fights and I've gotten hit a couple of times against them. So (laughs) They're definitely up there for teams I don't like playing. Philly is also up there. Um, And by don't like, obviously, I like playing them and never want to lose.
2: Yeah, Um, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Philly and Red Bull, especially in recent years, have been the two sort of biggest rivals in the East for us. Yeah,
0: we've actually been saying like Philadelphia sometimes feels like even a bigger rivalry right now because we've had kind of success against Red Bull, but Philly it's just like a back and forth with them.
1: Yeah, I think especially recently, the last two before this year, Eastern Conference finals were yeah. us and Philly and Red Bull was nowhere to be seen. So couldn't couldn't play that.
2: <laughs> you hear that, Red Bull? Where you guys at?
1: Where you guys
0: at? <laughs> um Talking about, is there a fan base that also annoys you? Because Philly fans just really irk us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Philly, I think, is um, by far the most, I think, I don't know if the word is disrespectful, but (laughs) I think, like, when we played them in the Eastern Conference Final away, and, like, our my my mom was, like, super, um, not disappointed, but she was saying, like, yeah, like, the fans were so rude, like, I couldn't believe it. And like a little bit, I was like, mom, like, you got to understand, like, it's sports, like, of course, they're gonna, they're gonna yell that way. And then she would say when we played away at New England or other places, like the fans were super respectful. So I think Philly are definitely, I think they're known for that. Like, that's kind of Philly's thing as, as sports fans. Um, And I mean, they do a good job supporting their team. So you can't really can't hate on them for it. Yeah. I mean, nobody messes with mama yeah, yeah we gotta protect andre's mom at all costs
2: <laughs> also they got that nonsense dupe thing going on there uh, like yeah, this is so corny it's, it's horrible yeah you can't you can't be talking trash when your goal <laughs> celebration is dupe yeah come on, come on. man
0: <laughs> um talking about well, you were like uh we would say like the master of selling calls we we like to call you like jason is the best at drawing for change my mind <laughs> how have you gotten so good at that and um yeah, just just kind of talk about that.
1: I think it started from when I was younger playing up, like a f- two, or three years. Um, and when you're playing up that many years, like the guys you're playing against are usually faster and bigger than you. And um, I kind of just learned whenever I would take a bad touch or found myself in a position where maybe I should have passed the ball or found myself in a sticky situation, like getting really good at kind of putting my body in between the defender and the ball and drawing fouls. And it kind of just progressed from there. Um, I think the MLS and specifically defenders are really eager usually to win the ball. And I can sort of do a good job of reading when I know they're going to come in and just kind of put my body in between. So I would say it definitely started from playing up a few years and um, sort of coping with the physicality.
2: I noticed that this year the refs, I don't know, had you on the hit list. And sometimes you should have gotten the call and they didn't give it to you. Did that end up making you change your game plan where you're like, all right, I'm going to stop doing less of this and then maybe try to get more physical? Or or am I just a crazy fan who saw something very differently?
1: No, <laughs> uh, Definitely. I mean, we have generally similar referees around all the games. So we know them. They know us pretty well. Um, and I still think they did a good job of calling fouls on me. I think maybe some of the lighter fouls they let play. Um, And I think that could possibly be due to reputation. But I think this year I tried to put a little more emphasis on if I'm going to take fouls, like I might give some too. Um, So trying to be a little more aggressive in my press and aggressive um, when I'm going into tackles. So that'll definitely be something that I'll try and continue into next year.
0: Uh, (laughs) When you think about last year, what is like, I guess, the biggest takeaway you can get for next season? Cause so I think a lot of fans were concerned like, Hey, like why didn't this team perform as strong as they did years prior? So what is the biggest takeaway you can take that you think, Oh, this will lead to success next year?
1: I mean, yeah, I think when you look at last year, I don't think necessarily the results are indicative of the level of team that we were. Um, I think we lost a lot of games that we dominated um, and we talked about it throughout the season. You know, we'd rather be um, where we are in the table than be the same place on the table and be a bad team because we know we aren't a bad team. And um, for whatever reason, it didn't go our way in a lot of games. And I think we brought in some new players and um, are now a lot more comfortable. And I think next year um, I think is going to be a, a really good year for us because we played well this year. We created a lot, um, didn't concede a lot in parts of the season. And I think just, um, you know, could call it unlucky, call it, you know, just soccer the way it is. But I think next year, um, with the foundation that we were able to build this year, what we went through, how we were able to stick together through it. Um, I think we're all really excited to get started.
0: When you look at, uh, you're only 21, I believe if my Wikipedia was correct. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at the trajectory of career, where, where do you see yourself in five, 10 years? Like what's, what's your, I guess, main goal.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would love to play in Europe. Um, I think like for me playing in Spain would be like the dream, uh, I have a lot of family in Spain because my mom's from Spain, um, so it'd be awesome to live in Spain, play there. Um, so that would be my main goal. But then again, like I'm a pretty calm guy; I don't get like stressed out. So you know, wherever life takes me, I'll, I'll enjoy and I'll be I'll be happy to be a part of it.
2: What uh, what, what's what's your team in La Liga?
1: So I've due to Messi, I've always been a Barca fan. Um, gotcha. My Whole family is from Madrid so every time i'm in spain and there's a class you go it's me on one side and the whole <laughs> that's nice.
0: awesome were you were you rooting for Tati when he went to spain
1: yeah yeah that was awesome um yeah. and especially since he scored four goals against real madrid i couldn't have been happy
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was an overall win right there you yeah. got to see your teammate win and uh yeah beat down your rival so that's great um I think the Yale question doesn't make sense anymore because you're
1: still
2: going to Yale. We didn't realize you were still in <laughs> Yale. We could going to say, oh, you dropped out after three months.
1: Must have been bad vibes, but uh you're turns still... out you're still there. No, you're yeah, great there. vibes here. Great vibes. You guys, <laughs> I'm still super close with the team, uh, so I love
0: it here. So you, so you never actually end up playing for the Yale team, right? Because I think COVID happened when you guys were supposed to play, right?
1: Yeah, my freshman year was the COVID year. Yeah. Um, So I was on campus for like two months, three months, and then I signed homegrown and school went online for a little bit. And then once it stopped, I've just been kind of going from school to practice to home and just vibing. Wow,
0: that's intense. (laughs) I I hope the full ride scholarship still counted. (laughs) All right, so we want to play a little game with you because you're going to Yale and because you're still you're smart and we're not. We wanted to know, are you smarter than a fifth grader? So this oh, is our little game, and we're going to see if you're smarter not. than a fifth grader, all right? Yeah, well, if you get any, there's a problem. We might have to call the Yale admin board. <laughs> okay. All right. So first question, which of these is not considered one of the seven wonders of the world? The Coliseum in Rome, the Great Wall of China, uh, Machu Picchu, Peru, or the Bodega on your corner? <laughs>
1: I mean, the bodega on my corner is nice. So <laughs> I don't know. I think it might be. I think I'm still gonna go with D, though.
0: Okay, <laughs> D, correct. The bodega on your corner, but you got to give props. What's your go-to from the bodega?
1: Ooh, depends on depends on the time of day, the weather. I <laughs> get bored, true. you know, so I have to switch it up. But. Know
2: You're not one of those dudes asking for avocado and your sandwich and a bolega, do you? No, I
1: would never do that. I would never do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, which one of these
1: mythical creatures
0: actually turned out to be real? Alice Magno while dribbling, unicorns,
1: dragons, or giant squids? I mean I considering I've seen A and it's it is a scary sight. <laughs> I'm gonna go with A because when he's dribbling you, he's like always doing different skill moves, and you never know which direction he's gonna go. And even if you try and guess it, like he's so big and strong that, like, you're not gonna get the ball anyway. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I like the answer. You are wrong. It's giant squid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay. It's- Backcheck
0: <laughs> I think we could give. I think half credit for A. Honestly, it's wrong. <laughs> All right. Name the hardest natural solid material: A. Cobalt. Uh, B. Cushing's very bald head. C. Iron or D. Diamonds.
1: I can't laugh at this one. I'll get in trouble. So I'm gonna go.
0: <laughs> we might have, have to edit this do question do. out. To be honest. D. D. Diamond. I like it. Is it correct? Correct. There we go. All right question four how long is an optimal soccer field in yards whatever yankee stadium and city field is 120 yards 100 yards or any number of yards as long as it's not in new jersey
1: (laughs) i think it's b or d either one works for me b or d
0: B or D? Yes, you you are correct. Where we're giving, we gave A, B, and D because <laughs> we like Yankee Stadium and City Field. So you are right there. Are you are you hoping they bring those
2: dimensions of Yankee Stadium to the new stadium?
1: Uh, no, I hope I hope it's like a normal high field. <laughs> I think we, I think Yankee Stadium is a huge home field advantage for us, but I think we also prefer like a bigger field suits our play style a little bit better.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. And then we get bigger games too when True. it comes up. All right, next. I think this is our final question. Which continent is least populated? A. Asia. B. Europe. C. Antarctica. Or D. Red Bull Arena during Red Bull home games.
1: <laughs> Damn, when we wrote these, we were
0: we were not on fire. Playing We were feeling feisty <laughs> that night.
1: I mean, C and D are both going to be close because they're probably both under hundred <laughs> population. So I'll go C though because I think it's the only continent.
0: I think no. We yeah, we gave you that. Yes, article yes. and red. We really yeah. wanted the red bull to be your answer, but it's okay. Yeah, it works. Out. We'll take it. Four and a half out. Of, wait, that was the last one. That was the yes, last one. That okay. was the last one. <laughs> well, well, we appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Jason. I, I know it's during your off season, so we really appreciate it, man. And finals are probably coming oh, up yeah. soon.
1: Finals? Are, are you guys taking finals next right week. now? Yep, next week. So. We have a week off right now, reading period, so there's no class, no finals, so it's straight vibes for now.
2: Nice. <laughs> you know what? That gentleman C ain't looking too bad right now, so
1: <laughs> Exactly.
2: All right <laughs> All man, right, appreciate it. Take, Take care.
1: care.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys. There we go. Another interview wrapped. That was uh, nice. Uh,
2: we're getting oh, yeah. uh, we're getting good at this.
0: Let's not push it now. We're getting
2: good at getting people on the show. Will they ever come back? Probably not. Yeah, this but. is
0: probably the last one after <laughs> Kevin O'Toole. Kevin O'Toole was like, these guys are idiots. And Jason was like, yeah, I confirmed. They are idiots.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think we should have given him the, the credit. For, I don't know why we said that the only right answer was... Uh, was the giant squids? It was definitely the talus magno thing, should have been one of the answers.
0: No, 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 it was wrong. Also, giant squids. also <laughs> I
2: got I'm not gonna lie, I remember doing the work on
0: that. I don't think giant squids are real, dude. <laughs> he's gonna fact check us, <laughs> somebody fact check us are giant squids that actually is the most logical. But the squids
2: are big, but they're not as giant as they were like identified in like books of history of like mythical creatures. Like, I think they get big, but they don't get big, big.
0: All right, you look <laughs> way too hard into this. People would have just been like, All right, yeah, giant squids. I legit believe it. <laughs> and now you like, I'm just that saying, theory. it's like,
2: is he smarter than a fifth grader or is he not smarter than a fifth grader? Well, if he
0: got that one wrong. No, exactly get that one wrong exactly that's what i'm saying five questions what is that one out of five that's 80 percent. oh yes 80%. but
2: don't you have to get all of them right to then be smarter than fifth grade? you ain't smarter than fifth grade it took you that long Bro, to figure he's 80% out 80
0: percent smarter than a fifth grader <laughs> <laughs> i'm like 20 percent <laughs> smarter than a fifth grader so he's beating most of the population right
2: now <laughs> i'm saying he's i say i think he got that right he got put in a precarious situation with that talus magno option are
0: we trying to wrap this episode up because <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking about this way too i just long. want
2: i don't want him to like leave and he goes this year Messi yelled at me and i'm not smarter than the fifth grade <laughs> my man's about to go into finals ain't sure if he's oh, smarter than a fifth grader dude, or not like messing up his that's what i'm saying right you're messing up finals? his vibe I'm sorry, jason man. you are smarter than a fifth grader although this won't be edited until post your finals because we're lazy <laughs> you are
0: all right. I'm done with this episode. <laughs> uh, out, we y'all.
2: recorded this pre-MLS Cup. yeah. So we don't know who won it. And uh, we don't know who we've signed since this two weeks pass. But we're glad it worked out that way. Yep. Peace. Peace. <laughs> oh, and follow us. NYC oh, is, yes, please. At, at guys, boy. If you like the
0: video, please comment. actually like and comment. And Subscribe. Just it. Send it to a friend. Do it for us. Oh, don't do it for us. <laughs> yeah do jason. it for jason do it for
2: jason yeah More people want to see jason he's a I, handsome guy andre's mom wants to know that
0: andre's is famous yeah she's gonna be like oh my god look at him, yeah, I gotta, him look at that <laughs> <laughs> it went forget dupe okay. all right ciao
1: bees